Dan Perry. Oh, yeah. Mon cherry. Yeah, it's Augusto Rodon. Hello, my loves. We're back. Uh, we're here today because we... I, I want to take a peek behind the mask. Like a, like a deep... I've been going really deep with this narcissist identity because people are narcissists. Oh yeah, women are narcissists, big time. They have these traits, these myths that go behind it. It's okay. But studies show that there's people that, especially men in prisons, that they ask, were you ever abused as a child? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Okay, and then they put them on a lie detector test. And it went from 67% to 27%. Oh, so they were lying? Yeah, they were lying. You were saying something earlier about how it's like, what were you saying? Well, it's a revisionist history, or is that what you're thinking? <laughs> no, remember earlier you said something like, it's normal for them to, to be. Well, I think it's normal for people. People think that it's okay to be a narcissist because it's a normal behavior, but it's not a normal behavior. I think we've accepted narcissism because of social media and taking selfies and posting things about ourselves. And it's okay to boast about yourself. That's okay. But a narcissist, I think, is when you forget that there's other people around in this world and that you need to, you know, think of other people's needs as well. I think when you're of service more so and you're there for other people, you don't have narcissistic tendencies. I agree because I think people who take selfies and they love themselves, I think that's great. I think we should do that. Self-love, yes, definitely. But when you're obsessed with yourselves, you know, a bad syndrome happening now where people's moods are based on how many likes they have or all of those things. And that's, that's not good. That means you're looking outward. And I think a narcissist looks outward for validation as well. They choose their partners based on their own lack of whatever they're lacking and they need, they, that's what they're out searching for. Of course, so they, you become their victim because they need part of your juju. And then they <laughs> take it all from you, and then you're left with nothing but a shell because they've sucked you dry. Yeah, that's fantastic. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I mean, you know what? I, I just, there should be peace in homes, like where you feel safe and you're not worried about the fucking person that you've been with for so long just turns on a dime and you're and you're blindsided he or she walks out the door and comes back the next day and rewrote your history already and you're like wait what what yeah. happened now revisionist history by narcissists just really drives me crazy because they actually end up really honestly believing that truth to a core where they try and convince everybody else that's what's happened and you know it's not what mm. happened I think I was telling you about how the ex did revisionist history with my son. And so there's certain stories I can totally say, yeah, you're right. I did do that. But then there's a few where I sit there and go, are you joking me? Let's like sit down and break this apart. And let's really analyze how this could have never happened. Yes. But he still believes his dad. And I'm like sitting there going, you know what? Your dad's a narcissist. And hopefully one day you'll see it. But if I say that to him, he'll get upset. So I just have to sit and wait for him to finally realize, you know, your dad rewrites history. Yeah. And that's really sad because when they rewrite that history, it demolishes the children's history. And that's that to me is where I feel that you're involving children and you're pretending that 
there's something there that's not, or. Well, they're doing it to control mm. the child because they're, the child is a possession to them. So that's how I see it. You know, there is something, you know, like you do um, in uh, meditative work, right? Mm -hmm. Or manifestation work where you can go back and you can change the past and you can look at it differently in a different light. So it gives you a better perspective, mm -hmm. but it's when you actually like make up stories yeah. and act as if they were real. Yeah. You know, that's where I think is wrong. And that's what narcissists I think do a lot. Well, at least my, the ex narcissist that I have does that on a constant basis. And it's frustrating, but I know you have some topics that you want to talk about, about what he was, what were they thinking? Or yeah. The myths behind narcissists. Why does he do this? Why does he do that? Why does he do this? So there's a lot of myths behind why he's abusive and why he hates women or, you know, the truth is they're just myths. I mean, it's a, it's a true illness. All right. That's why I want to do this kind of like a mini series because there's like 12 or 15 reasons, but we're going to do four today. Okay. The first one that um, was interesting to me was the, he was abused as a child. So if you're at your friend's house and you're talking deep conversation mm -hmm. and obviously if you're a friend, you've been in the home enough to know that, wow, he's kind of an asshole, you know, like right. maybe you're a sister or something. And you notice that, but you don't really say anything. So, but you will tell your sister, like, why, why are you allowing him to do that? You know? And then your excuse would be, oh, he was abused as a child. Right. So what's abuse as a child? Because now when I look back on it, my son will say, oh, I abused him because I scolded him when he did something wrong. Well, that's not being abusive. You mm -hmm. may think it is, but it's not. Abuse to me is when you're physically or you're mentally torturing a kid, like, talking them down and yeah. making them feel horrible. And, and so when I sit there and my son says I was abusive, I'm like sitting here going, I've always promoted you. I've always talked great about you. I've always put you up. I've always given you encouragement. I've never once whipped the shit out of you. Mm -hmm. I never once hid you in a closet and locked you up. That's abuse to me. And that's exactly what this is about. It's really not that they were abused. Yes. If that happened, it happened. And by no means is it okay. What is really happening is there was some sort of cruelty that happened in their life, which is what you right. said. Either there was some sort of hitting or down talking or right. just being cruel. But see, I think a lot of narcissists, I think it stems also too from them not getting the deserved attention that they wanted from that parent. So was that the abuse that their parent didn't pay attention to them? That's a neglect. That's a behavior right. that they learned, right? So they also learn these behaviors. The abuse part is you're just an abuser. If you're abusing someone, it might be an addiction to abuse. Right. It might be that they feel powerful. The cruelty part is is where I think, right. why would you do that? Why would you intentionally be mean? Yeah, that's interesting to me then. If you're intentionally being mean to somebody, sometimes I think you, you're like a serial killer. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's yeah. like, you know, if, some, if a child starts hurting an animal, you know they have a tendency towards cruelty against people, right? And yeah. you got to modify that behavior and watch out. I think we use a lot of excuses about how we were raised when we were younger to justify how we are now. Yeah. And I really, honestly, after being a parent and dealing with thinking I'm doing a great job and then having my son tell me 
through his dad that I'm horrible, which is not the case whatsoever. Just to me is an excuse. Yeah. You know, yeah. an excuse to sidestep that you're just actually a really shitty person. Yeah. You I, can work on that and change it. Exactly. Any kind of therapy. But I don't think narcissists have the capability of changing. Well, I mean, the interview we just heard about right. the guy who was, what did he say about how he was like that before? And then he right. embraced himself. Like that just like melted my heart. Right. Like, oh my God. I just like fell in love with the guy right. just because of that. Like I, I didn't even see his face or anything. It was right. just, where are those guys? Like I could tell the difference in him right. and someone who has not evolved and tries to be oh lovey dovey. Right. Well, I think people have to hit their rock bottom in order to change and, and evolve. Right. And I think mm-hmm. we all have the possibilities of evolving. Yeah. Um, I just don't, you know, with the narcissist, they really have to work hard at doing it. And yeah. I don't, and I don't think there's any excuses for them either. Right. I agree. And I think they want the attention as long as it doesn't change them. Right. Then it's like, oh, if it's going to change me, I don't want the attention. Don't bring it on me. Right. So, okay, that was myth number one. He was abused as a child, and that's why he's like that. Myth number two is his previous partner hurt him. Previous partner. That's what they say, right? Like, oh, my my ex was a bitch. Like, if you're talking, okay, first of all, if you were just saying this too earlier, if a man talks about, a woman or his mother, like, eh, shrugs her off or, eh, or that's a sign. Right. Now I know that. I didn't know that before. Now I know. Before I would think, oh, it's just a feeling the way someone right. feels about their mom. But it's more than that. It's more of a feeling that they haven't worked out yet. Things we haven't worked out, we talk negatively about. And things that we have worked out, we talk positively about. It's, it's deeper. Like these are also clues for you to look out for. And because sometimes you can't confirm it because when you're in the cycle, it's detrimental to your mental health. Right. I think also I can't move forward in the next relationship saying that the ex hurt me so bad because then I'm bringing baggage into there. So I kind of like have to unpack it, deal with it and then start a new relationship. And I also don't want to get into a relationship with somebody that has baggage like that now. Right, exactly. I mean, before in the past when I was young, it was like, oh, let me me help. And then I married the dude and look where I am now. Yeah. You know, so now it's like, no, you have to be a complete person for me to get involved with you. Yeah, you have to be a whole person. And if that means that I'm a single for a while, it means I'm single for a while. At least I get to date myself. I think, I mean, you're so beautiful. I think that you're busy. Right. With work. Like you are building your kingdom. Oh, yeah. Or queendom. My queendom. <laughs> yeah, that's true. My queendom. I am now, I have the freedom to just focus on what I want to do, which right. I have been slowly but surely. So it's exciting. And it's not, my first thing is not, oh, I want to date somebody. My first thing is like, what can I do now? Like, oh, right. I can't wait to do this or you know, do that or make more podcasts or whatever I want to do. Right. That's something that, is important. And when you have a partner who says to you, Oh, I was previously hurt. Okay. 
get over it. Well, then, I'm so sorry. No, it's true. <laughs> you should, but also we should be saying, okay, I got to step away from this because if if they yeah. were hurt by their partner in the past or they don't like their partner or they say, oh, my partner, my mm-hmm. ex was this and that, believe me that those are the traits they hold. And you will know yeah. that immediately. Yeah, I think, you know, I think as we've gotten older, we, you know, I've gotten words like, oh, these are the warning signs that I should not be with you. Yeah. And, that, and that's like it. Like those are, yeah. Isn't that interesting? Like, I, I don't want to be with somebody like that. You've got to heal. you got to move on. you got to manifest your future. And I'm not going to be with somebody that has had past relationships that haven't gone so well, because that probably means he's not so great at relationships, you know? It could be like an addiction for him to just keep going women after women after, to try to get that that feeling of that he first finds or she first finds when there's love. And then once they get them, the control, they want to start to spin everything around because they really act, they're like magicians. You know, they want you to look over here because they're doing something over here. Call them a wizard. Yeah. It's like, ooh, let's cast this spell. Ooh, let's cast that. Let's put something over here and let's show. Yeah, that's, they do that a lot. And I mean, the thing I should have known about the ex, I mean, that he's on his third marriage, fourth marriage. Yeah. Yeah. See, it's it's like, (laughs) yeah. Why didn't one, two, and well, three work out? Yeah. Because you suck. (laughs) so what's there so the the third one is he abuses those he loves have you ever heard that you know i don't know what to do because he's always abused people that he loved because he was abused but that's not showing love right it's being abusive right we fall into the trap you're like okay i'll let that pass yeah i'll let that pass and then and then all of a sudden your mind's like oh he's so gorgeous and so sexy who cares if he's a shitty person yeah. <laughs> Sorry. It's like, true, yeah. yeah, no, you know what, guys? <sighs> Those looks don't last that long. No, and they don't. Yeah, what lasts longer is the conversations you'll have in your 50s and 60s and then 70s. Yeah. You know, they're great when they're hot and attractive in your 20s and 30s. But now it's like, man, I keep on beating my old self up about the choices I made. But now I'm honoring her and being like, okay, I'm going to honor her choices. Although they weren't like the best, but I have to honor them so I can move forward. But now it's like I fall in love, especially with COVID. I'm falling in love with people that I speak to on the phone. And I'm not even like seeing them physically because that is more substantial than so she abuses people you love. Yeah, I abuse my dog, but he's so cute and cuddly. So stupid. So sorry. And that's called the love cause abuse. He abuses the people he loves. Go away. Yeah, exactly. You know? And don't make excuses. I'm not saying yeah. that you do or you would. I have, I'm guilty of making excuses for oh, shit. Oh, I made excuses. That shouldn't for... have been. Ex- that yeah. There, I should not have to, ex- uh, like, um... I'm getting like a little bit frustrated because it's so yeah, close to my heart. But I I feel like if you're out there getting mad at me because of my mood, instead right. of just being supportive in a different way, like let's watch a movie. Are you okay? That's normal and healthy. Not someone who's just walks away or doesn't care oh. like you're even upset. Yeah, so, or they'll, yeah. they'll be thrown off because of the mood. No one should have a problem with your mood. Well, that's the thing, like, I keep on saying about the ex, right? He, when I was sick, 
I mean, he, it would be like, get up, come on. Who cares if you have 102 temperature, you got to get up. There was no concern. Oh, like when he was, sick, I'd be the typical mom type, you know, let me see what you need. Do you know how you are as a mom? Yeah. He wasn't at all. That should have been my clue that this guy does not know how to care right. for somebody. Yeah. You know, there's clues, but we overlook them or we put blinders on when we clearly should have been like, you know what? No, like no girls. No. He's hot. He's great in bed. But if he, you know, abuses the people he loves, that's not good. My ex-husband, wait, the ex, the ex, because he's not mine anymore. (laughs) You don't want to have him as being your possessive. That means that he's still attached to you. The ex. The ex was very good to me when I was sick. However, what he was doing when I was sick, I don't know. I do, but I don't know. <laughs> I mean, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Just, I just so, run. You never know. Oh, I think we just need to be really vigilant with our relationships. Oh, I think so too. Yeah. I think my perspective now on going to a relationship is so different. And I have, you know, girlfriends of mine that are constantly looking for their next husband. You know, when they've just gotten divorced or they've just broken up with a boyfriend, I'm like, you guys need to learn how to be by yourself first Yeah, because you need to find that completeness within you, not within somebody else. Yeah. And and now I can. That's not that much fun. And I'm not even interested in, I have so, but I have a lot of male friends now that I didn't have in my life before that. I mean, meanwhile, the ex was dating before we even got divorced. The ex was having affairs before we even got divorced and then had a whole slew of them. And then now I see the same patterns that he's doing with the one he's with now. Yeah. I see these same patterns happening. I'm like, he hasn't changed. He's not going to change. He's, I I bet you he's going to be divorced soon. Again, yeah. so there's marriage number four. Yeah, then there's those really sneaky ones that know how to hide. Oh, yeah. Uh, they're, th- those are... Uh, yeah, they. but that's how they thrive. Yeah, is on that's that. what they get off on. That's their, yeah. their addiction, I think. And people can have them. I just want a nice, good... Whole, not wholesome. I still need a little bit of a bad boy. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. It's a different type of bad boy. Not bad boy in the relationship, you know, bad boy, different yeah. way. Yeah, and look, whoever they're with, whoever's with yeah. them, I think that if they want to accept it in their life, I think that's great. Yeah, not me. Yeah, no, not me neither. The last final one for tonight is he holds in his feelings a lot. So he's not very talkative or he's not very uh, emotionally. Then he's not the right person for you. Yeah. Because if he holds in his feelings, why do you want to be with somebody that holds in their feelings, especially if you don't? Right. And it's not about, it's, it's about sharing and being vulnerable and, um, yeah, if you're sharing with you, that's, that's a big sign. And, and, you know, um, holding in your feelings, it doesn't do anything for anyone. It's, it's actually not good for you physically. Right. No, so it's not because it causes a lot of problems. It causes a lot of weight gain. It causes a lot of like body aches. Right. Um, I mean, it's uh, not good. I don't, I never hold in my feelings. (laughs) You mean, you know how we're feeling each second. Here we go. (laughs) You're like, yes, they're winning. (laughs) 
What's the score, Lisa? Oh, the score? You want to know yeah. the score? What's the score? 85-51 USC. Oh, jeez. Against Kansas. <gasps> Kansas University, number three, just went down to USC. Wow. And I, I changed my, my thing because I thought I'll, my March Madness um, bracket, I changed it to USC winning tonight because I thought oh, I have to support USC because I thought Kansas would win. Uh-huh. And this is just insane. 30 points. So they only went up points. The other team only went up 10 points since, yes. since before. The, yeah. Yes. 34 point lead by USC. Three seconds to go. Oh, or do you want to watch the last no, one? No, I'm cool. It's well, the final yeah. one is he holds in his, his feelings. feelings. Unless if he was raised, you know, from back in our day, men don't show their feelings. But nowadays, with I'm going to say any guys in their 30s, well, they're maybe a little bit in their 40s, 45 and under maybe, should have no problems in expressing their feelings. Yeah, I think a man who treats a woman nice, and I think that's just so attractive. It's different. I mean, yeah. I mean, I was ignored in my marriage for a long time. I remember saying to my, not my, the ex. The ex. I said, you don't even pay attention to me. Like towards the very, very end. Right. You haven't paid attention to me. I said, the guy at Starbucks pays more attention to me than you have in the last week. See, and that, that's a tell sign. If they don't pay attention to you, he should, he, we should be paying attention to them and they should yeah. be paying attention to us. And we should both, you know, you also have to have your own lives, but it means being attentive to the other person's needs, Yeah, you know, and being present with them. I think that's important. I think a lot of the times, you know, especially with narcissists, it's so hard and you think you're going to change them, but you're not going to have the aisle of narcissism. Put them all there and they will have a blast because they can just be narcissistic with each other. Well, on that note, I think that's well said. Yep. The Isle of Nurse. We are out. (laughs) We're dropping the mic, babes. We'll talk some more about the rest of the myths. Love you guys. And there you have it, babes. If you have a question or want to leave a comment, you can email on the rock at iCloud.com. That's O-N-T-H-E-R-X at iCloud.com. Thanks for listening in and joining us. Hope you enjoyed the conversation. Don't forget to subscribe.